Well, just got back from taking my car for an oil change, and uh, two days ago we took our van for a safety inspection. Uh, we noticed uh, to our shock that uh, the uh, sticker on the front uh, was over the uh, was over the period, and so we, uh, you know, rushed to a um, to an inspection facility and had it inspected for safety. And uh, it is interesting. We do this with cars all the time. And I just got back from uh, Toronto today, and uh, so I also, you know, know that the FAA hopefully inspects every plane on a regular basis. Uh, we do inspections all the time, cars and um, our uh, uh, airplanes, all the uh, ways in which we, uh, all our methods of transportation regularly get inspected for safety. Um, the one thing that doesn't get really inspected pretty often is us uh, on a regular basis. And really, it is something which is probably much more necessary than a um, an oil change or an inspection of a car. Uh, because we are the ones uh, who are, in a sense, driving the world. It's human free will, which is at the wheel. And, uh, in fact, uh, the Kabbalists point out that when the prophet Ezekiel sees the throne of God and he sees the human being sitting on the throne, what that means is humanity sits on the throne of God. That is to say, God gave the wheel of the car of the world to us to drive. And um, it is our free will which really shapes the destiny of the world. In fact, there's a midrash in uh, Kohelis Ecclesiastes that says that when God first created Adam and Eve, he took them around the world and he showed them the world. He says, isn't it a beautiful world? It's gorgeous, full of wonderful stuff. He says, take care not to destroy it. Because if you destroy it, no one can fix it. Implication is that the human ability to destroy is way more than any other creature in the world. And by the same token, the human ability to correct and to uh, inspect and to correct our mistakes is also greater than all other creatures. So, in fact, Rabbi Yehuda Halevi, in the Kuzari, great Jewish philosopher of the 13th century, 14th century, I think 13th century, he writes that actually we do have regular inspections. Judaism requires that we inspect ourselves on a regular basis. He says the idea of prayer three times a day is precisely that. We start off the day in the morning with a prayer, shacharit, and that prayer is supposed to be a way of examining ourselves and our uh, plans, our intentions, our goals, what we really want, what we're looking for in life, what we're going to do when we get what we want. Uh, we ask for health, we ask for wealth, we ask for dignity, and we have to contemplate what we're going to do with the health, wealth, and dignity once we get it. Why do we want it? What are we going to do with it? So it's almost like plotting your course at the beginning of the day. Mincha, the afternoon service, is in the middle of the day's activities. It starts from just after midday and it goes till sundown. In other words, it's in the center of the day's activities and it's a much shorter prayer. It's almost like a course check. You know, you, you, you turn on your GPS, uh, just to see how far it is to go. You know, you're on the turnpike anyway. You don't, you know, but you need to, you want to know where, how far it is to go and how far you've come. So in a sense, Mincha is like a, a reality check in the middle of the day. Evening service, Mariv, is a uh, contemplation also of what we've accomplished, if anything, uh, and a review, and uh, the captain's log, so to speak. And Rabchaim Vital, 
great Kabbalist points out in Sharei Kedusha in his Gates of Holiness, he says every night before we go to sleep, he says since sleep is a 60th of death, it's a taste of death, he says just as before a person dies they confess their sins to God, they evaluate their life and they try to see where they can, what, what they've done right, what they've done wrong, etc, etc. He says so every night we go to sleep we should do the same thing. And in fact if you look at the prayers that we actually say at night, customary to say, they do contain ideas like this in which we're doing a self-evaluation. But as Rebuda Levy says, uh, if you do it so often, like three times a day, every single day, then it begins to lose its impact. You know, it becomes a little too, uh, by rote, it becomes a little too common, and therefore we don't really feel it as an inspection. He says, and that's why we have Shabbat. The Sabbath, on the eve of Sabbath, is a time where you're also supposed to look into yourself, look into your soul and your actions, what you did during the week, how you contributed to the good of humanity, the good of the world, what you did to improve yourself, etc. And he says, however, of course, we get caught up in preparations for Shabbat, and we do that every single week, and we type of don't think about that idea. So God gives us once a month, Rosh Chodesh, the beginning of each month, uh, traditionally the eve of the new moon, the eve of the first day of the month, what we call Erev Rosh Chodesh, is called in Jewish tradition Yom Kippur Katan, a minor Yom Kippur, that is to say a minor day of atonement. It's a time that there are people who fast, but a lot of people say special prayers. If you go to the western wall, the Kotel, you'll see people crying uh, late at night and uh, really thinking about what they've done the past month and trying to change and improve themselves in the world. It's a beautiful and amazing thing to see. That's once a month. And if once a month doesn't work for you, because it's too often, uh, so we have Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot, Passover, Shavuot, and Sukkot, the three pilgrimage festivals. They're one at a time when we think about God's divine providence, and another we think about freedom and free will, and another time we think about the giving of the Torah and our responsibility. In other words, each of these times has its own focus of what we think about in those times and try and make some commitments, some introspection in each of these areas. And of course, sometimes we get a little caught up with the eating uh, more cheesecake than Torah, more, uh, you know, more knedlach, than uh, freedom and uh, you know on sukkahs I don't know what the common food is we have Australian meat pies kosher of course uh, but um, we uh, you know what is the focus tends to be lost sometimes and so once a year God gives us Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur the, the new year and the day of atonement the new year and the day of atonement are times that we um, uh, it's be very hard for a person not to think uh, here you go one day a year we're being judged for our life for our, our, our health, for our wealth, for everything we're being judged. Uh, we have an opportunity of repentance this time. So obviously people will hopefully look into themselves and uh, and really think about what their life is about, etc. And that's how the pattern of the year, three times a day, once a week, once a month, three times a year and once a year. And of course, we also know that it's true, as the Talmud and other sources say, that that God gives opportunities for people to make uh, an accounting and a reflection uh, even outside of the general pattern of what is universal. When a person is at a life juncture, when a person has to make a serious decision, when a person is, God forbid, sick, when a person encounters a stressful moment, when a person is, uh, you know, in a in a in a an accident, they have a, they have an experience that makes them realize their own mortality, etc. So these are experiences that really make you think, and. Uh, 
and, and we need those. You know, those are things that happen to us because we just take everything by rote and we don't think that much about what we're doing in life. So um, that's the basic idea. I just wanted to point that out. It's just like thoughts on an oil change and uh, on a car inspection. So, uh, you know, it would be a good idea if we all walked around with a little sticker on our forehead, you know, every three months, right, uh, check how you're behaving towards your spouse, your kids, your parents, your cousins, your employees, your employer, your fellow workers, etc., etc. You know, we should have that type of sticker and you need it renewed, you know. Great idea, issue rabbis with rubber stamps for people's foreheads. No, I'm only joking, folks. But that, that's the idea that I was thinking of, and uh, we should all merit that uh, we should do our self-inspections without any prompting. Thanks very much.